Thank you for downloading this episode of the Football Purist Podcast. For more episodes, go to www.footballpurist.com and you can also find us at iTunes. Welcome to another episode of the Purely Arsenal Podcast. I'm your host, Jack Sessions, and I've got Neil Shaw with me. How you doing, Neil? Yeah, all good, Jack. Great result yesterday, and uh, looking forward to talking about it with you, lads. Yeah, can't wait, mate. Thanks for having, having you on again, top man. No problem, pleasure. Also got Mark Harrison with me. How you doing, Mark? I'm very well, Jack. How are you, mate? Good, mate. Theo, uh, or 3-0, did it for you again yesterday, didn't he? Absolutely, mate. His mind is completely on the game these days. Oh, you know, I won't, I won't take too much credit, but there you go. <laughs> Different, <laughs> man. Different man. Different man. <laughs> he is. He is, mate. Coffee machine's <laughs> doing wonders for him. He's keeping it going. Um, loving it. Also got a debutant with me. I've got Sean Hussey. How you doing, Sean? How you doing? Thanks for having me on. Top man, mate. Look forward to hearing your thoughts on the, on the game yesterday. Um... But let's start with let's start with Neil. Um, the lineup, Neil. I, I try to predict the lineup yesterday because FA Cup games hard one to judge how Wenger's going to go with it. I think he went a lot weaker, with all due respect, in terms of experience than a lot of us would have thought. Would you agree with that? Yeah, um, I was actually really surprised um, taking Southampton as 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 how how they've been doing lately. I was really shocked when I saw that. Um, because Southampton are no pushovers, as we well know. They've just come off a, uh, a great win in a semi-final to reach the final uh, of the League Cup against uh, uh, Liverpool away. So I was dreading it. I was thinking this is going to be a really tough game. And I was even contemplating that, you know, this could potentially could go to a replay, uh, which is something that we wouldn't want. But I just assumed it was going to be a tough one. So in terms of the lineup, I thought, you know, Wenger might sort of take that into consideration. So when... It was announced that it was ten changes from from the previous game. I was like, oh my god, it's like that's that's quite that's quite incredible. Um, you know, I was surprised to see uh, Niles. I was, I was uh, Niles on there. I was surprised to see Adelaide on there on the team first starting eleven. Um, uh, some of the others were were, were given. I, I wasn't surprised that Oxlade, Lucas, even Welbeck, to be fair. Um, but but and Ospina, you know, we we know that he's 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 normally a a choice for. The Champions League. I don't think as he did. I can't remember if he featured in the last FA Cup game. I can't recall, but uh, um, it wasn't a massive surprise. But but that that was fine. And Gibbs again. Um, normally he does rotate Monreal and Gibbs uh, quite often. So so, but I I just thought he would be a little bit stronger uh, uh, than he was, as you just said, Jack. But as it transpired, with surprisingly Southampton making ten changes or whatever it was as well, which I was really shocked at because. You'd think that they would, coming off that great win of theirs, they would, they, that all their players involved in that tie would be well up for this uh, a second cup game in the space of you know four days or whatever it was. So I was surprised to see how many changes they made. Um, but to be honest, at the end of the day, didn't really care about that because it it, it favoured us um, and we played exceptionally well. It worked. Whatever Wenger did, it worked. And I I I, I I'm all for him staying in the stands for the rest of the season. Really, if we're going to churn out. <laughs> Performances like this, where normally we take so long to get going, and uh, yesterday uh, we started on the front foot. Desire fifty-fifties, uh, winning them first of the balls didn't really give Southampton a look. So, oh, Neil just cut off. I can't, I'll bring him back in. Sean, let's go to you, mate. Um, obviously we had three. We main concern for me was the free inexperienced 
or relatively inexperienced players in the, in the middle of the field. Um, the result, of course, tells us that the gamble paid off. Was it one that, that Wenger took because of the fixtures that we've got to come, do you think? Um, yeah, look, I, I thought the performance was good, but you know we, were up, we weren't up against much in that Southampton team, but you still have to go out and win it, and that first 15 minutes was, is always going to be crucial. Um, I thought uh, Maitland and Niles, I thought Rennie Adley had a superb opening 15 minutes. Uh, thought it was really good. Set the ball rolling, and then all that was waiting for us the first goal. Once we scored the first, we we we, we didn't we didn't look like losing the game. Yeah, no, we didn't. Absolutely, we started on the front foot. How, how would you sum up that game, Mark? It was a it was a great performance in the end, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, you know, it was, it was. It just got better and better, didn't it? As 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 the minutes went on, and um, I shared sort of Neil's um, concern really in terms of the of the lineup. I mean, I, you know, I expected most of it, but I was I was very concerned with the holding too. Um, you know, in turn, I know they were forced in. It'll be found out there were injuries possibly or niggles to to Ramsey. Um, and you know, and an Ozil and people like that, but but essentially, you know, those two concern me. Uh, I thought he just looked a little bit lightweight, but then when I saw the Southampton lineup, um, you know, I didn't know a lot about some of them players. Obviously, Shane Long's always been a thorn in our side, and uh, he continues to be a danger, you know, a good player. Uh, but the rest of them, I didn't really didn't really know much about, and um, you know, it, 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 it calmed me down a bit, and then of course, within sort of 10 minutes, 15 minutes, we scored. Um, and as Sean said, you know, we started to, to calm down and play our football. And then clearly I thought, it, it, you know, it, they didn't really have the experience to, to, to go against us in terms of man-to-man. You know, it was it was, it was was like men v boys in lots of ways, even though it was our supposed second string. You know, there's still a lot of quality in that team that we put out. And um, the one thing you can't do against any Arsenal squad player um, because they're all internationals, he's given time to play, and and they stood off us after that first goal, and and and, and you know, and then you just we just ripped them to pieces. I thought, I mean, I thought Chamberlain, you know, was almost uh, you know he was just sensational centre midfield, wasn't he? He was almost Ozil like in terms of his passing, you know, some fantastic passes through the whole ninety minutes. It's you know, it's the best I've seen him in an Arsenal shirt for a long time. And uh, you know we've said on here before how he how he maybe deserves a, a run in the team. Well, you know he uh, showed everybody yesterday that he can do things. You know, given given the time and ninety minutes in the in the in the game. So yeah, very pleasing. You know, goal after goal, the goals were good. The goals were goals were you know kept coming, um, and then just to make it even worse, uh, you know, brought Alexis on and he he started running around like it was nil nil, didn't he? Being you know, knowing him, can't stop himself, and you know just went from just went from sort of good to, to better really so fantastic you know over the moon it was it was a very calm day for us you know I'm very pleased mate yeah it was it was um great to watch started to relax in the second half I haven't done that for a while um Neil, oh, we did. To... sorry sorry say again mm, no we did yeah absolutely I agree yeah yeah absolutely it was a, it was just nice to feel that like no stress towards the end of the game mm. um Neil if we get a uh, Neil you're back I think so let's let's see let's get into a few specifics on the game mate um why do you think it is? Is it a hard game to judge to say that we were on the front foot? Is it something that we did differently as a collective? Or is it largely to do with the fact that Southampton also had a weaker team out there? They allowed us more space, more time. What do you, what do you think? It's obviously down to Steve Bolt sitting on the bench. <laughs> hey. 
um, yeah, tongue in cheek. Um, I think it might be a combination of all three. Certainly, as I said earlier, I don't know what at what point I cut off, but uh, I, I I feel that this Southampton's I, I would say a weakened team. Uh, to be fair, that may have allowed us that little bit, little bit of extra confidence, even from a mental point of view. But then I don't want to take anything away from the lads that that turned out because, for me, that was one of the. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to be castrated for saying this, but I think that's one of the best performances that I've seen uh, an Arsenal team or first eleven play for a long time, right from the off. Um, you know, I, we 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 took the the ball, uh, the game by the by the scruff of the neck. And I, I, I just felt that right from the off, we, 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 we played with desire and intent. All the players were up for it. You know, there were, there were hardly any mistakes being made by any of our players. And, and it could have been that Wenger had asked them to, to start off on the front foot. We, we would, we were sort of toying with the idea that maybe the, 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 the last few games where we have started a little bit slowly may have been a deliberate tactic. It's very, very difficult to say whether that's the case. I mean, to be fair, I, I again would be very surprised if that's the case. I, I would never want um, uh, a team to go out if I was ever managing to say, "Look, look, take it easy. You know, let let them run themselves tired, and then we'll we'll, we'll take advantage of when they start tiring." I, I I don't think that's something that Wenger really does employ in, in his in his tact tactics. But then again, you just you never know. So it, it just seemed to be a very different Arsenal we were watching, and and it could be down to a you know almost a completely different starting eleven. Um, it, it just was very enterprising, very creative. Uh, I don't know whether that, that, that same lineup could have done that against a Chelsea or, 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 a, or a Man United or, or a Liverpool. We don't know, but at the end of the day, we can only play with who's in front of us. And I thought we played them absolutely brilliant. We, we, we were just good from start to finish. The, the Southampton, as you can imagine, it being a FA Cup tie did have their moments now and again, but there were very few and far bete- between. And it's not as if um, Arsenal were complacent. They they just they just decided that you know this time we want to finish the game quickly, and that's exactly what we did. You know we were half three 0 before half time, weren't we? With splendid performances, I thought from Oxlade, as Mark was saying, absolutely fantastic. He I've not seen him play that good for a long long time. Um, you know Welbeck coming back, brilliant. All of them that you you could just pick them all out. Lucas, you cannot underrate what he was doing. Um, and and I just thought collectively it was a a great performance, Jack. Yeah, well said, mate. Well said. Um, Sean, if we get onto the the first goal, Danny Welbeck, well and truly back, isn't he? Come back firing. Yeah, it was a really uh, typical Arsenal goal. Uh, getting the striker in between the lines and the ball quick into to Lucas, who um, whose link up play has really impressed me in the last few weeks. Um, every time he seems to get an opportunity, he seems to deliver. Uh, yeah. Welbeck took that finish. Um, like we all know, he can. You know, I've, I've missed Danny Welbeck scoring goals. I, I, lo- I love I love seeing him score goals for Arsenal, and he took it very well. And you know, really from then we cruised home. And you know, there there, there were a poor it was a poor Southampton side, but you can't take you, you have to give the Arsenal lads credit because it's still an FA Cup tie, and you still have to go out and win them games. And I, I, from minute one, I thought we were on we were on the boil, and it was it was a great goal. Sean, let's stick with you for a, for a second. Um, I was re- I was quite reluctant in the last couple of weeks, and I'll I'll admit at the at this moment he's proven me wrong to say that Danny Welbeck could offer us too much this season after coming back from what was a very serious injury. I mean, we've seen how long it's taken the likes of Theo Walcott to return to full form from from those kind of injuries. Um, how much do you think he can help us in the remainder of the campaign? We've got a lot of options up there in the front three, but he's if he keeps playing like that, he's going to be well in the mix, isn't he? 
Yeah, definitely. Of all the, of all the players we have, I think he's probably uh, the most direct, uh, the best at getting in behind the defenders. And look, we've got we've got so many uh, goal scorers in that front three now. You've got Perez, Giroud, Welbeck, Sanchez, Ozil, you know, uh, Walcott. It's it's just you know we've got so much talent there, and it's it's how Wenger Wenger rotates it and how he uses it to uh, to get the best out of the team. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be a a tricky one, but that's what he's paid for, and um, it's a good dilemma to have, isn't it, um, Mark? If we go on to that, you know, first quickly after the first goal, second goal came along. It was a great ball by by Ox, wasn't it? Uh, it was. It was an absolute guided missile, wasn't it? You know, perfect. I mean, it could it could only drop there for it to be a goal scoring chance because you know a little bit harder and it was going to be into the keeper off the pitch and uh, a little bit softer and it, and it would have been headed away so you know it really was a beautiful pass um, and he and he played yesterday with a fluidity Chamberlain that I've not seen he seemed calm you know the one thing I think I've watched him for so long we've all watched him for so long he tends to get himself in a bit of a tiz you know he, he, he's all action and then he'll, he'll run into a player or he'll misplaced a pass but yesterday he was taking a step back and Maybe because he had a yard, I don't know, but he definitely, definitely was moving in a in a smoother way, and it it you know it showed in the way he played. He, everything he did was just so so polished, you know, um, and that was a fantastic pass, and it was one of many, you know, and 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 as you say, Welbeck has come back sharp, and I think I just think Welbeck's one of them players that doesn't need to have that much training before if, if does that make sense that, that from an injury I just think he's got a natural athleticism about him that allows him to you know to, to still be you know good in terms of you know coming straight back into a game he's got a natural athleticism about him he's a, he's you know he's a hard worker he's quick he's very quick when he gets going he's dis- deceivingly quick well back when he gets going I tell you he really is fast and but it was, you know, it's that that little touch that maybe lacks now and again, you know, when you come back after a long injury. And he, you know, and the way he took that out of the air, and if you watch watch the goal closely, he keeps his eye bang on the ball. When after he takes that first touch, his eye doesn't come off it, and he make, you know, gets a touch on yeah. it, and and it and it and it's in the net, and you know, and that's a sign of a player that's ready ready to play. And and I agree with Sean. I think he's going to be a, a big player for us for the next three or four months. You know, I pray he stays fit. Because he's such an option, and he and he is a direct option. You know, we've got options, as Sean said again, all all over now. We've got different options, people that do different things. You know, Giroud with his aerial power. You know, Welbeck with his direct running. Sanchez with his tricks. You know, we've got well, you know, Walcott with his pace. We've got a mixture up there now. We we've got loaded options now. So you know, if we can keep him fit, I think it was the most pleasing thing for me yesterday. That and that. Welbeck, seeing him back, and I'm really happy for him because, I, again, like Sean, I'm very, very, very fond of Welbeck, um, and 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 you know, and great to see Ox doing what he did. You know, it's just I just pray that that gives him the platform now to move on to to better things. You know, because we I think we all agree there's a player in there. You know, there is a player in there. We I want Ox to to produce that and do that and stay at Arsenal and become the player he, he can be. You know, we're seeing it more from Walcott now. You know, he looks a more he looks a more confident, more grown up player. And I'd like to see Ox follow follow that quicker than Walcott did. Because he's got it. And you know, and, and I and I think if he went somewhere else, I think he would he would under the right manager, I think he'd flourish. And that would really give me the arsehole, I've got to say. Because yeah. he's a good he's a good player, you know. And maybe you know, and if he's got to compete in the centre, he's got to compete in the centre. You know, that's that's what it is. If that's his position then fine. 
you know, but let, let, let's, I want him to kick on. I really, really want him to kick on. So let's, let's hope so. Yeah, absolutely. He played, played really well yesterday. Um, and if he's going to kick on in the, in the centre, this is the time to do it. That is the place that we're, yeah. we talk about front three having a plethora of options. We're, 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 we're a little bit lower in the centre of the park at the moment. And Knox is, mm. looks like he's taking his chance yesterday. So it'll be interesting to see how Wenger, maybe now he has a little bit of dilemma. We're looking at it saying it's Cockerland Ramsey. And that's a given, and we'll talk about it a little bit more because we've got a lot of questions on that. Um, I'll just go back to the Welbeck point that you and Sean made, uh, Mark. Oh, I remember when we signed Welbeck, and it was a very sort of underwhelming sign for the most that most of the fans. There was a lot of difference of opinion. Uh, Manchester United fans were devastated, but um, but um, Arsenal yeah, fans right. weren't necessarily over the moon. I think Wenger tried to loan him before he tried to sign him. I don't think he was mm. adamant that he wanted to sign him, but. When you look at it, I mean, what was it, sixteen million for an English striker who does very well for it? I mean, it's it's a snip, isn't it? It's an absolute bargain when you look at it now. And uh, just think, like you said, it's really he's someone that can play across all of the front three. He could really be anywhere in that front three, and mm. be quite happy with him. Which is, um, I think, yeah. I think, do you know what? If he keeps doing what he's doing, he's gonna he's gonna have a huge part to play. Wenger, I just don't know how Wenger's gonna decide on who starts game in, game out. It's gonna be so difficult, no. isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely, but like we said, it's got to be. It's got to be probably. Wouldn't you guys agree? The best attacking strike force we've had for donkey's years, wouldn't you yes. say? In terms, yeah. in terms of how diverse they all are. I mean, obviously, oh, I know when we had had the Invincibles and we had, you know, those just amazing talent all over the park. But I think in terms of diversity and the, and the difference in all of them is is quite astounding. Um, and I, and you can't take, you can't dismiss Lucas Perez's role in all of this. And I I I, I thought he was amazing yesterday. Even even for the first goal and that little flick, you know, the flick on that he did for Welbeck yeah. to chip it over, Brilliant. and the, a couple of other assists he was involved in a couple of the other goals. He's 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 a quality player. So you're right, Jack. The dilemma that Wenger faces now is going to be quite interesting to to see how we go with that. Yeah, I'm really curious, especially with big big games coming thick and fast in the month of of February. I'm just so 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 interested to see how he how he uses it and how he adapts it because I think the front three is somewhere we can change a little bit more you know I, I like to see the spine a bit more consistent but I think the front three especially those left and right players he can he can, he can change and move around a little bit so it'll be interesting mm. but but Neil the third goal killed the game off really didn't it and um which was great to see before the half-time whistle uh Ox a game bang involved and Theo, he's he, he's he's back, isn't he? I mean, he came back firing. He's had about a month out, and you're a little bit worried. But he's he's he sh- he just scares the crap out of defenders, doesn't he? Yeah, it's it, it, for me. He sh- he was hungry. He really was hungry yesterday. He was. Uh, he seemed like he was uh, just up for the game from the start. Um, and that goal, oh, I was fa- fabulous. Another another great goal to watch. Um, there was a lovely one too, wasn't there? With uh, uh, P- uh, it was it Perez and and Welbeck. Um, I can't recall now if if it was those two. But a lovely uh, one too. I think Welbeck started it, and then yeah, it was it was with Perez, and then Welbeck collected it, and it was a, that was a really good cutback by by Welbeck, showing that you know the form and and form and desire that he had yesterday. Um, and then what I think it was just Theo's desire and hunger to get on get onto that and and put it in the net, which to me summed up uh, his attitude for the whole game because I think a, a Theo of old, which we used to criticise. I'm not so sure he would have scored that goal um, because he still had a little bit of work to do uh, with the defender right there next to him. So I, I, I think he's he's been a, a completely different player this season. We we have said it earlier uh, in earlier podcasts. Unfortunately, he did he did have this uh, short term injury, uh, so we haven't really spoken spoken about him much of late. But uh, to come back and play the way he did 
Uh, I think he was involved in in, in a defensive uh, uh, maneuver as well later on in the game, where where you know he, he managed to clear the lines, and and that's something we you know we don't really associate with Theo Walcott being right at our goal mouth and and doing something like that. So I think he was very up for it, and he was you could also see that he wanted his hat trick. He he wanted to get it, and uh, he did. So. I, I, I'm just pleased that he's it just very much like, it echoes what Mark was saying about Oxlade. I can say the same thing about Theo. Uh, being an English homegrown player, um, it's, it bodes well for us. It makes me laugh that, you know, Arsenal still seem to be associated with uh, never having any English or homegrown talent. But, you know, there was about six of six English players yesterday that did very well, I, I, I believe. And uh, it, it bodes well for our club. And it also, I guess, um, if, if people are interested in how England do get on, it's posed well for them as well. But um, for the player and from his point of view, just couldn't be happier for him. And, and again, more of the same. I, 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 th- I think he's going to have a good season as well. For, for, if he works well with, with the other boys, I think, I think it's good times for us. And I really believe that, uh, I know you guys laugh at me, but I really do believe that we've still got a great shot of the title. Um, I think it's between us and Chelsea personally, but that's my opinion. All right, mate. It's a big, big week ahead. We'll get on to that in a sec. But yeah, it's a big week ahead. What do you think of um, Sean? What do you, how do you think Jeff Rene Adelaide did yesterday? I was quite impressed with him. What do you think? Yeah, I, I was very impressed. Um, I haven't seen much of him uh, a few times during the League Cup, but it was probably his best performance in the National Shirt. And what I like about Adelaide is in the last couple of years, um, Wenger's brought in. Uh, young talent uh, in the last couple of last couple of months of the season. Look at last year, Awobi, the year before, Bellerin and also Cockland really came to uh, to the fore. So exciting times for Adelaide. Um, I hope he gets a bit more of a game. But it's such a it's such a such a difficult squad uh, to get a game in. It's probably the best squad we've had assembled since you know when we got to the Champions League final. All that we're really missing is a leader. Yeah, yeah that's a good point. Something we've touched on week in, week out in, on, on this podcast, the, the, the leadership of the team. And, and, and when those big games come along, you, you really do need that. And you hope that confidence is bred through the way we're playing and the way, you know, the, the fact that this squad is so talented, that that, that leadership starts to come out in in individual players. Because I think we, we do have it, but it's, 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 it's something that... We, yeah, it's a tough one, Sean. We touch on that quite a lot. I mean, who do you see, Sean, in this team that is... a possible leader in the team. We've got Koscielny as the captain at the moment, but he's not very vocal, if you like, is he? I mean, I, I quite like Cochrane being started in the team for, for that reason, but do you see anyone in, that taking on that sort of Riera mould in terms of leadership, or do we just not have that player? I, I see a few. Uh, personally, I don't think Koscielny, um is a leader at all. I think uh, Bellerin, certainly. Um, like wow. the, how, how he's matured over the last couple of years has been incredible. Uh, Cochrane, um, maybe, but I think he's just a bit too rash to be to be a captain, but certainly a good leader. And then Mustafi and Xhaka, I think the way Xhaka has already has only been here a couple of months, he's so much passion for the team. And, and personally, I think Mustafi is probably the most vocal player we have. Um, but what I like to see in the, in the last couple of weeks is, is different players, you know, getting behind. Like uh, in the last couple of weeks, Ox has, has been really vocal. You could see it on the pitch that you know they're kind of standing up for themselves, and we're not being bullied over, like like we could have been, like we could have been yesterday or against Preston. It's we start to break away from what we've had after the Invincibles, like some of the players we've had. And we're starting to rebuild again, and and hopefully in the next couple of years we, we will get that Premier League again. 
Yeah, fingers mm. crossed, mate. Hopefully, we can, like Neil said, we can we can challenge this this year. Still a long way to go, but going in the second half, Mark, you already touched on it. Alexis came on, and we were all going, "What are you doing? What are you bringing him on for?" But we were. I, 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 we, I'm, I'm trying to come up with reasons for it. Um, he's a player that probably. I don't know, benefits from playing even a bit part in any game. Maybe he's just one of those players that needs to continually play. But, I mean, it, it probably wasn't really necessary to bring him on, was it? I don't think so, no. I mean, I think it was a, a universal cry of, uh, what you know, why are you bringing him? You know, because obviously we're all sitting there saying, well, we've got two, you know, two big games coming up, you know, especially Saturday at Chelsea after Watford and, we want him wrapped up in Cottonwood, don't we? And uh, you know, but so why why bring him on for, and for twenty five minutes as well? You know, almost half hour of injury time um, to three nil up. I mean, what's the point? You know, it's, it 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 just seemed you know a, a, a not the thing to do. But of course, it came on, and uh, you know, he starts running around like it's nil nil. I mean, I just I I was talking to my son about it, and I'm like, I just can't. But look, just watch the fella. Do you know what I mean? He's pointing. He's he's making runs. You would not think it, it was three nil. You'd think he was coming on to save the game, wouldn't you? You know, he's that. He's just. He's just. In, he just can't stop himself. He's got to play one way, and that's the way he plays. He's a hundred percent every single time you get him on a football pitch. And of course, for them, it was just an absolute. You know, must have been like three nightmares. Thinking like, right, we're getting well beat here, and then he comes on and wants to play. He don't just want to come on and have a stroll around. So, of course, you know, every time the ball's going forward to him, they, they don't know what to do. He's got Now they've got more pace against them. They've got more trickery. And he's, you know, and he is world-class. There's no doubt about it. So, it was, it was you know, we were going to score more, more goals. That was basically it. All, all you're praying for is please don't get injured or don't cop a tackle. But Southampton were, were laying down by then. I thought, you know, not laying down. They were going through the motions. But they understood they'd lost the game and... So I was just hoping don't cop an unfortunate tackle and it, you know, you know the things that happen in them sort of situations. Um, and then he would then finger or bulb would have got rinsed if he'd have got any kind of knock. Can you imagine? Um, but no, you know, and then of course, you know, he, he comes on and affects, affects the game and, uh, you know, we, we score two, two more goals. I thought that the fifth goal was, uh, you know, was just, was just classic Arsenal, fantastic ball from Perez. You know, and and holding on to the ball, and then that's the way difference. But that's the different Walcott now. You know, four nil up, uh, he's making a forty yard run. You know, the guy obviously no one can go with him, and 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 a calm finish. I thought the keeper could have done a bit better, but a calm finish. Um, and that's I think that's the sign of maturity of of, of Theo Walcott now. You know, he's 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 got come back after that six weeks out, and I totally agree with Neil. He's he looked very very hungry. Um, Three good finishes, you know, great, great to see. And uh, that bodes well now going forward. He's fresh, you know, he's ready. Put that well back. It's it's good to see. And I think the one the one thing that impressed me most about that Arsenal side, you know, as as, as not any experienced as such, but as, as you know, young as it was, was that they, they kept going for the 90 minutes. We, we're always yeah. critical of, of, of what we do, you know, with, with the full first team out is one nil up. We tend to sort of take the... Take the yeah. You know the foot off the pedal, and <clears throat> yesterday we went to the night, the full ninety. It was great to see. You know we were scoring goals right up to the end. So, you know, and then of course he comes off, and it's all all right. So it was a good choice to bring him on. Well done. Yeah, well done. there we go. Yeah, right yesterday in terms absolutely. of absolutely. Yeah, he did. I, yeah, go on, Neil. I, I think I think um, uh, Mark was absolutely right. And out of the three goals Theo scored, I actually think his second was probably probably the best one because he made that look easy, but that was a really class finish for the second goal, the one where uh, 
Oxlade did uh, a tremendous amount of work. It was it was it was more all about Oxlade, but it was San, San, uh, Sanchez that did the yeah, cut back. The but that yeah. but that finish that that was a great finish mm. from Theo. So you're right, right, Mark. That is where he is. He has completely changed this season. Yeah. Absolutely different players. It's just it's unbelievable. And he and it's I don't good. know if it was if it's just me, but he looks he's he's looking even more bulkier. His, his arms were looking bigger. It, it just looks like he's yeah. he's put some strength on, um, and There's and you know, gym, yeah. Th- yeah, and that is what that was one thing that I've always was worried about with him. He always he, we always knew he had pace. Mm. We knew that he could finish, but he was yeah. just that. He I thought he was just a bit of an easy touch for defenders. Yeah. Oh, totally. that, but but now I, now I think he's even you know changed or, or strengthened that aspect of his game ways. He's, he's showing a bit of a bit of muscle, a bit bit a bit of fight in him, and. Uh, you know, he's starting to have all the credentials of a really good striker, and uh, I, 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 you know, we were all criticising why he'd stayed for that. You know, in the in the summer, and now he's turned out to be a stroke of genius. I think, and I hope he stays. If he carries on in this vein, I just want him to stay at Arsenal for for many more years. To be fair, yeah, I mean, also, that's, that's... also, also new. I think as well. I thought it might not be. It might just be. But have you noticed? Like he's doing more interviews as well. He's like he's carrying the torch a bit more. He's talking mm. to the team more. He's he even look, looks like more of a bloke in the interviews. Do yes, you know you're mean? right. You're he's right. Definitely got a different mindset and a different. Do, do you do you know? Yeah, I, th- I I'd actually put it down to a lot of a lot of it down to a lot of people thought he was uh, Henri's automatic replacement, and he just couldn't cope with that. I th- I think the pressure of that. I mean, come on, step opinions on his shoes I mean that, that's a big ask for even the world-class players out there I mean it's it was a big ask for the kid and I think that's where it went wrong I think even a lot of us as fans expected that because we were seeing so much from him especially when he came just came from Southampton and I just think he he, he was like he had a lot of pressure on his on young heads on young shoulders sorry and um, I, I just think that had a big part to play as well but now I think maybe he's finally shrugged that off um, that sort of expectation of him and he's just being himself and maybe we're seeing the real Theo now. Yeah, do you think, um, is it fair to say, Sean, that now Theo Walcott is a, do you think he's a must start when he's fit, Theo Walcott? Sorry, Sean. Sorry, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, look, I, I'm not too, I'm not too sure, um, because of all the, the talent we've got there, but certainly Theo in the last, like, like what Mark was saying, I was going to say it as well, that he's starting, the more interviews he does, the more confidence you, you kind of you you feel coming out of him, and it's it's very it's quite hard for for Walcott and Chamberlain and these kind of places because some of the other players don't speak as well English, so they're they're kind of forced in to do them. And and Theo has stood up recently, and uh, and it's just great to have him back fit. And just going back to what Mark was saying about Sanchez um, wanting to come on, I think that's what separates them from all the the great players in the Premier League. I think Sanchez is the most hungriest of them all. I remember Hazard against Chelsea, against Leicester, sorry, a couple of years, uh, last year, when it was Mourinho's last game, wanting to come off and cost the same. That's why, that's why I just think uh, Sanchez uh, is the best in the league. It's just his hungerness and his desire and his passion mm. to, to, to win the game. Yeah. He's a big-time player, great but he doesn't have that big-time yeah. attitude necessarily, does he? He plays like he's, it's his first game on a pitch mm-hmm. when he was a six, seven-year-old kid or whatever. He's just... It's incredible to see that from a professional player still, to see that hunger desire. You, you did see it from Luis Suarez, in fairness, for Liverpool for yeah. a short period of time. But it's just, I, I, like you said, it's just an absolute pleasure and joy to have him on uh, on our team, and hopefully it, it continues for a long time to come. But, but I just, yeah, I, I just, sorry, carry on, Sean. He's one of the kind of 
the only players in the league that you go you can justify giving him two hundred grand a week or a hundred grand a week because he does he puts in the hard yards and always wants to play. And mm. I just I, if we if we lose him, it would it would be disastrous. Oh yeah, great, great. And that's why yeah. and that's and that's why I wasn't. I know we we had that little bit of debate. And I think we were slightly divided on it. But I that's why although it could be a little bit better behaved, maybe that there could be an argument for that. But it didn't bother me so much because you know exactly what from what Sean has just said, you know what he gives on the pitch. You can't dispute that. It's just. It's incredible. I think for kids, I've said it before, for kids looking up and wanting to look at a role model about just having desire to play something that you're so passionate about, you only need to look no further than, than Sanchez. You really don't, I don't think. Yeah. No, absolutely agree with that. And it was a great ball um, from Lucas for the fifth goal as well, um, just before Alexis gave the wall cut, and the goalkeeper maybe could have done a bit better, but it was, uh, I do remember it being a, a really good ball from Lucas to start that attack. But five mm. goals and, um, you know, easy into the fifth round for, for, for Arsenal. I think the draw's tomorrow. Um, one other player I want to discuss, Mark, was um, Maitland-Niles. I'm probably seeing him in his preferred position for one of the first times in, in the first team. For Ox, you know, his dominant performance helped not, uh, Niles not necessarily stand out too much, but he looked very comfortable on the ball, didn't he? Yes, he did. He, I thought he had an excellent game. I think it was the you know, first time we've really seen him, you know, stamp, stamp some authority on a game and... Um, yeah, I thought I, li- I liked everything about him. I think he he's got a good physical presence. You know, he's a big boy, isn't he? He's not he's not uh, he's no shirker either. You know, he's in, into some good tackles. I think he's grown actually. I think he, he's um he's definitely another one. I think that's been in the gym because he looked bigger than he looked like he could compete at a level. And nice, neat touch. You know, he can beat a man. Um, yeah, I, he did nothing wrong at all yesterday, and I thought he. In fact, he, you know, he, he definitely embellished his, uh, his his future. Really, I thought I thought it was a, it was an excellent performance. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm not a million percent sure about Maitland Niles. I don't know whether he will he will make it personally, but um, but I certainly think that Jeff will. Uh, mm. You know, he's got he's got he's just got that look about him. He's almost got like a like an Iwobi look about him yesterday, where he you know he was caught. Confident on the ball, he was he was assured of his of his own ability, and I think um, yeah, he was he was excellent. It was you know another another real positive. You know when it when it works like that, and we have days like that, you know, and we do put in performances that you know everybody's at it and wants to wants to win. Um, it it's great to see you know because that there's no better sort of nurturer of talent than than Arsene Wenger. He will he will give kids like that a real chance and if they shine, you know. Now they'll they'll get pushed forward. As you know, he must look at Iwobi and think, right? You know, he, he's he's come from come from the ranks, and he's in the first team now. You know, he's in the first team. He's not around it. He's not near it. He don't just get you know. He don't just get taken for a laugh. He's in the freaking team. You know, he's 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 ahead of people like Hamlin. You know, he's he's and that's come from nowhere. So it must it must give if you're a young player of his age who's coming to the point where he's, are you going to make it Arsenal or are you not? He must look at him and think, right, well, he's done it, like, and, and if you're good enough and, and you produce, Wenger will will use you. He will, he will. You know, he's he's not been bothered to 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 leave Chamberlain out this year for for you know for for, for so, You know, he's really put a lot of faith in Iwobi, and Iwobi's repaying. He's been he's been brilliant. So you know, I, I was I was pleased with him. I was pleased for him, and and hopefully we've got another player on our hands. You know, because. Uh, it's now time for him to kick on as well because he's at a point where he's been there a little while now and he, and he looked yesterday ready. So, so great stuff, you know, all positive. 
lads, can I just quickly? Yeah, go on. Can I quickly ask you guys? But do you think Adelaide reminded you of what Diaby used to give when he was fully fit? Yeah, a bit. A bit. Yeah, he's got similarities. Similarities to his physique. Arda Greenhill. Yeah, absolutely. Good choice. Good good choice of comparison. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure if he'll play as deep as that. Though I think he'd be more in the front. I'm not sure if he's got quite that like combativeness that. That the Arby, maybe yeah, so I'm not sure. Not yeah. yet, not yet. Anyway, yeah, but, but I don't know, I was telling, like, uh, yeah, he looks he looked very good on the ball yesterday. That was probably the best I've seen. Everyone was talking mm. him up for you know, but I, yesterday I sat and watched him quite a lot, and I was like, all right, that's not, I'm quite impressed with the the way he looks on the ball. He looked very comfortable in that number ten role. So, like you said, like neither of them did themselves any harm yesterday. It's, ju- it's difficult to see him coming into the first teams, but certainly this season. But maybe next season could be a could be a big um. Big chance for them, you know, starting off for, for pre, from preseason and seeing how they do. But um, Wenger's ban, Neil. Wenger's ban. He got four games, twenty-five thousand pound fine. Thoughts on it? Um, well, he didn't do us any harm yesterday, did it? So. <laughs> <laughs> if, if we have, go, I, 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 I think I might have this wrong, but I do remember when it happened last time. Um, he, he, he actually, we actually won five of the six. Where he was in the stands, mm. I, I could be wrong, but I'm sure. Right. I, yeah, so um, going on that that stat, and if we win the remaining three that is in in the stands, then uh, we'll take that with uh, with, with everything we've got, and not think not not say too much more about it. But from from all joking aside, I mean, I I just feel I don't know. I, I, we knew something was going to happen. We, we knew it. It's Arsenal. I, I feel sometimes I, people might think I'm just being biased, but I do feel that a lot of the uh, powers to be seem to always want to make an example of us for some reason. I'm not saying other teams haven't had punishments, uh, which 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 you know uh, they maybe have been uh, due or not due, or whatever the case may be. But I just feel like it being Wenger and it being Arsenal, let's let's make an example of them and 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 do something. So I wasn't surprised actually. In fact, I th- I thought it'd be even longer to be fair. So I wasn't surprised. But what does annoy me is the inconsistency again. I think we've we've spoken about inconsistencies in these pods before, and if you look. Take examples like uh, when John Terry was done for racism. Was it a four-match ban or something? Yeah, so you, you you take you take this, which is in effect probably the next sort of as a, as a, as a manager uh, can you know it's like it's like a, a, a match ban, isn't it? To a certain extent. So where's the inconsistency? Where's the consistency there? You think wow, so one person's been done for racism, and this this was a manager who was just pushing aside a little push, push on a, a fourth official just because he wanted to see his team finish the game off. You know, for the rest of the last couple of minutes or whatever it was. Um, then you got was it part? Or do you, we got two games for doing something similar? So yeah. on the pitch I, I, though, he did it actually yeah. on the pitch to the yeah. linesman, which he I think is worse. Surely which that's is worse. worse. So so that's what I'm saying. Going back to from from the top, you know, it's the inconsistency and, and making a, a bit of an example because you know you know it's Arsenal and you know Arsenal are one of the high profile clubs and let's let, 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 let's hit them where it hurts. So. I wasn't surprised, but the inconsistency really does annoy me. As far as the fines concerned, I mean, you know, twenty-five thousand is a lot of money, but for for people like Wenger and the top players, I mean, it's 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 not going to really dent them too much and hurt them too much. But I just think, as far as the actual punishment goes, I think I think the FA have got to start looking at it, and they've got to start saying we've got to be more consistent with what we hand out and and deem as fitting punishment for each particular case. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, that, that's basically what I was would have answered it myself. I think um, you can't complain if someone puts their hands on a referee, you know you're going to get punished for it. But 
Yeah. It's when you look at all the past instances, isn't it? And people coming out. I think media pushed it a lot. You see some of the things that were coming out in the last week. Of course, they would have. Trying to make an example of Arsenal yeah. and some exactly. people saying he should go and referee Sunday league games to, to you know, as a community service and all this ridiculous stuff. And um, I just thought it was it was ridiculous. But like you said, if, if, if Pardew and Terry and all those that had gone before him had got similar bans for similar um, situations um, or worse then you would look at it and be like, okay, fair enough. But it hasn't happened, has it? And then you look at it no. and say, well, is it an Arsenal thing? Is it a Wenger thing? Yeah. And, and, and it, you can't help but look at it like that way. I mean, you can't. Exactly. And, and at least at least Wenger was, you know, he was he, maybe because he thought it might help with his uh, punishment, but he did apologise pretty much straight away. He said, you know, I've lost my head, so I shouldn't have done it, and I apologise. So he did actually come out and say, look, I was wrong. He put his hands yeah. in the air and he did admit that. So fair play to him. We'll to be fair, to be fair, um, Pardew, uh, Pardew actually got a seven-match ban, but uh, albeit a lot worse. But uh, still, but yeah, the thing about me, band, he? yeah, yeah, for, for it was, uh, yeah, I thought it was two. Oh, I thought it was two for but, that um, one. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was seven. All right, all right, fair enough, oh, fair enough. Sorry, carry on, Sean. Um. But uh, the thing about the media kind of influencing us is, I think they find they see Arsenal fans as, as an easy target, um, because we're, we're quite diverse in, in some views and stuff. And I think they kind of take advantage of it. And all the media are trying to do at the end of the day is make money, and, and probably their, their easiest way is going to Arsenal. Um, if you look at some of the reports um, with the divisions and the fans and stuff, we, as a as a fan base. Yeah, what, whatever way, whatever way you look at it, yeah, we have we have Always a chance. That. Yeah, we have a chance to win in the league, and uh, a lot of it is down to our home form and how we start games. Like we we scored the first goal uh, sixteen times out of the twenty-two games we played in the Premier League, and it, it, it's it's when we start well and when the crowd is up for it that we seem to play well. Yeah, Brilliant. yeah, you're Good right. The, yeah, the fans probably. The divide and and the way we react on Twitter to every little thing—it's um, mm, exactly. it's, it's, it's a journalist stream, isn't it? It's a journalist stream. Yeah. You're right, absolutely right, Sean. Um, let's do a few fans questions before we 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 go. We've got quite a lot, but let's see if we can get through them. Um, has um the original Del Boy has anyone seen Sonogo during the last two years? If he's still alive, do you Jesus. think he's leaving this window, Mark? Um, <laughs> DeBoer says he struggled to see any qualities in Yaya Sonogo whatsoever. That's what um, Frank DeBoer said. I don't really know why he's still around. He was at the team dinner last week, wasn't he? Was he? What was he doing? Serving the potatoes? Yeah. Oh, God, don't ask Mike this one. I mean, yeah, thanks for this one. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I mean, what a complete and utter embarrassment he is. I'm not being funny. You know, I mean, he's had, he's had, he's had sort of chance after chance. He's had chance after chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, honestly, he's not, he's not up to it. Um, you know, and he, he, he went to Palace, didn't he, on loan as well, you know, and I know, I know someone at Palace and, uh, they said to me, I'm not being funny, you know, uh, what, what was that? How'd you, how'd you palm him off on us? So, you know, I mean, I mean he's just not up to it, I'm afraid. What is he still doing at Arsenal? I mean, it really is. All I can think of is that no one wants him. That's all I can think of. No one wants him. You know, it, it, listen, it was a gamble. You know, he, he'd been injured for a while. He, he'd shown some talent in France, you know. and, and But he's been diabolical. How long has he been in there? Yeah. It's got to be four oh, years, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, years. it's what quite a while. What are we paying? Has anyone know what we're paying him? 
No, I would. Right. He's, he's scored two goals in, in a game on loan. He scored two goals in a game on loan for Charlton uh, last uh, last season. So last season, and I thought he was going to play last week. Seriously, I thought it was going to get all impressive. Don't make me laugh. I'll never, I'll, I'll never forget him for what he did in that uh, cup final against oh. Tull. In fairness, he changed the game. Yeah, he did. Do that a is big, enough. Yeah. 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 Memory, but I think the last time he scored two goals was in training. But uh, <laughs> anyway. yeah, so no, I mean, you know, to answer the old Bill boy, he's a good man, old Bill. I mean, he's just, a, he's a farce. It's an absolute farce. Oh, he, should be, he should be sent out somewhere or given away. Or, you know, yeah. wrapped up at Christmas. <laughs> put, just, put under just the tree, him. I don't know. But just, yeah, sat, but just not, not Arsenal. Not good enough, sorry. No, no, oh, no, uh, hey, mate, I, um, I understand. I can't, don't I hold back, Mark. Books. Don't hold oh, back, thanks, mate. Thanks, mate. Cheers. He's still on the books. It's, uh, if it's, well, it's not going to be an active transfer window, is it? I mean, we've got two days left in it, haven't we? So, I mean, yeah. we're not getting rid of any. We've still got Debussy, Jenkins, yeah. and Ogo on the books. Looks like we're just going to keep every everyone around. But the good thing is is that we're not looking for one transfer to come in. And that, I can't remember the last transfer window that we Oh, long time ago. That is that is brilliant. Um, Neil, how, how um, Joseph Gertz at... JGSPH says, "Good guy." Is um says, uh, "How are the bloody hell is Welbeck so sharp?" Others after so much time, off? would be oh. would we be closer to the top if we had had him from day one? Oh, that's the, the, yeah, that's always going to be a very difficult question to answer. But um, in terms of whether we would have been near the top, uh, maybe you, you don't know. I mean, we, we dropped those points. Uh, that was that two games against Everton and and City, wasn't it? Possibly, yeah, because we were lacking quite a lot. In those two games so um he may have offered something different to to us different dynamic and uh quite possibly but you know that's all hypothetical now it's very difficult to to look retrospectively and and, and answer that uh but um in terms of how he's so fit i just think it's his hunger and desire and and, and it's a testament to his character maybe he's um getting coaching lessons from Sanchez. I don't know. It's, uh, it's, it's, it, it's amazing. You, you know, you'd, you'd expect with an injury like that for him to take a little bit longer, but he looks as sharp as anyone, uh, yesterday. He was, it was like he's never been away. It, it, that's exactly how it felt like that. He's just not been away. He was in the game throughout all the time that he was on it. My only slight worry is I think he had a little bit of a limp when he was coming off. I, I, I might be wrong and I hope that was just, just as, just a little blip. I don't know, but I think, in terms of why he was um, uh, the way he was, I think it's just down to his own uh, hunger and desire to to come into this team and show the boss, uh, you know, what he's all about, and show the fans, and even maybe prove it to himself as well. And I, I'm I'm just got nothing but complete admiration for the man. Nothing but admiration. I think he's a great asset to have. And like we've all been saying in the last half hour of it, is we've got so many options though up front. And uh, it can only bode well going forward. So um, good luck to him. I hope he stays injury free for a long, long time. And um, I hope he, he just gets better and better at what he does. And it's good for him and it's good for the club and good for, again, nation- nationally as well, I guess. Yeah, always done a good job for England. Absolutely. Um, yeah. At AFC Till I Die 37, Sean says, do you think Lucas should be starting more Premier League games? What do you think, Sean? Um... He, um, maybe the odd game uh, on a like uh, like a Watford on a midweek, but I don't think Perez gets in our best eleven. But he's he's definitely the kind of player, you know. It's very easy to make similarities with Podolski because he's got such a sweet left foot. But he's certainly a player that can come on and and, and make a pass or or, sh- or score a goal that 
that w- will definitely help us in, in in the run into the to the end of the season. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. He's probably not quite there yet, but it's only because of our you know incredible options that we got, and and, and you know everyone's a lot of people on form in that front three. You know, you haven't even spoke about a Wobi today, and, and we, Christ, we know yeah. how good we know how good he can be in the team, but um. We're going to try all of this one. I'm going to start with Mark on it. Um, Adam Cunningham says, oh, at AFC underscore forehead 83, uh, was on the podcast last week. They said, discuss your preferred lineup versus Watford as a group and agree on it as a result. So what I figured I'd do, Mark, is what, what do you think your starting 11 should be? Obviously, you got, we've probably got to have Chelsea in mind for this starting 11 mm. in a way. Because if we remember, I'm kind of likening this to, hopefully not result-wise at all, but I'm likening this to the Everton City week. Right, yeah. in terms of its importance, and if you remember that week, we did we did not rotate very much at all. Maybe one or two players in those two lineups. Yeah, um, I get the feeling it's going to be more than that. So, with that in mind, maybe or maybe not. Um, what do you think? What we should just give me a starting eleven for for Watford? Who would you start with? Well, I, I mean, I you know, to me, it's it's Tuesday to Saturday. I I don't see you know that that. that... I need a week's rest. So you know, I mean, and some of them, of course, have had a rest. Have had a rest as well. From you know from from the cup, so I'm mean, you know I'd obviously check back in goal. Um, I'd, I'd have I'd have the back four back four as normal. Um, I'd, I'd keep Ox in there. I you know I, I think I think that's that's been you know really really successful in terms of you know how he played. I think he deserves to be given a shot of confidence um, to keep his place. Um, in terms of who's next to him, I, you know whoever's fit really. I mean they're saying that maybe Ramsey could be back. So maybe Ram- Ramsey in there. Um, I'd keep Theo in, um, and I'd bring back bring back Ozil and Sanchez um, and a Giroud, and that'd be it for me. I think you know we, we have to be strong. We have to be we have to be you know the Premiership is our main our main goal, and we've got to you know to me two games in four played Saturday. Do you know what I mean? You know they haven't played Saturday have they? So it's not Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday for for much. For the main players, it will be Tuesday night, Saturday. So, I, I, you know, I don't, I don't see, I don't see why we have to rest, rest them again. I think it's get them in, get them in the team. Also, you know, start well, get to a free up, and get them off. That's that's my, that's always been my motto. I don't get this. Let's let's right over rotate, and then with 15 minutes to go, we, you know, we're sending them on. You know, run around now, lunatics. You know, and let's try and get a goal. You know, to me, you start. Or the team, you start with a strong side and you try and get the game done and then take them off, you know, take Alexis off, take Ozil off, you know, take the ones you feel need a, need a little bit of a rest, maybe 20 minutes, half hour, but, but get the game done. You know, it's Watford, you know, every game potentially now in the Premiership is a, is a, is a banana skin. You know, there's no easy teams anymore. So <clears throat> for me, it's, it's two big games, but, you know, mainly 90, 95% with our strong side for me Tuesday. I don't know how the guys think. How the guys think about that? But yeah, no, that's, no, that's no, it for me. I agree. With mm. you. Yeah, he, he got away with a, a great rotation this weekend, so hopefully he doesn't need to do it too much um, midweek and, and and Saturday. But Neil uh, Mark says uh, Theo Alexis Giroud front three, and 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 would you agree with that? And any other changes yeah. you'd make? No, no, I I, I agree with definitely the, the front lineup. Um, Theo's obviously proven that he's ready, and I think he should start. That'll be that'll be great um, to have that pace um, there and uh, the defence I think it picks itself literally uh, we've got Chet uh, 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 what do you call it Mustafi Shoney 
Gibbs, not Gibbs, sorry, Monreal or Gibbs, I think. They're very, very close, I think, those two. Bellerin, and then it's, yeah, it's, it's about the middle for me. I'm not sure now because Oxlade's put in such a good performance. I don't know whether he gets a shout, but does he work with, does he, I think you've got to start with Coquelin. I think if he's fit, he has to be in there. So the question is, will Ox work, work well with, with Coquelin there? I don't mm-hmm. know, but with Firmino, I've just, for me, it still doesn't, doesn't sit, feel right, Ramsey. I don't know why. I mean, I know we haven't, we're limited with choices, but it just doesn't feel right. And I, I know I'm being hard on the lad and I want next, I think we all want him to do really well and we want him to, to, to get to the levels that we know that he can get to, but it just, Go on, Karen. You still there, Neil? I think that's oh, the only oh, questionable point. I think it's in the middle for me. No, fair enough, fair uh, enough. Sorry, I thought I lost you for a second, but you're back. Um, yeah. yeah, no, no, fair enough. Yeah, in the middle. Um, Sean, who would you go with in the middle? Cochlan, Ramsey, Ox, um, front three, similar to, to the boys? Uh, yeah, uh, like I'm, I'm not sure what's the injury situation on, on Ramsey or Cochlan, but... Uh, it's got to be them if they're fit. Um, then I'd probably go with Theo, Ozil, uh, Alexis. Uh, and, and, and does Danny Welbeck deserve to start? I, I think he does. Um, mm. Especially against Watford. Uh, I think I think he'll definitely cause a bit of a threat. It's all about that first 15, 20 minutes with Arsenal. Where do we start? Where do we, where do we look aggressive? Where do we go for Watford? Because they're very fragile at the moment. Um their, their, their side that uh, have been really poor and uh, have really had really bad form recently. Um, so I, I think it's, if we start well, get that first couple of goals, and like the lads are saying, just bring 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 the more important players off for, for Chelsea. Yeah, yeah. Start well, get up, and then um, and then hopefully we can we can rest a few, but just just get the win. That's the, that's the main thing. And start strongly, start fast. So interesting. Welbeck maybe he comes in. It'll be interesting to see how he recovers from. His first game with the first team, or his first start with the first team in a, in a long time. So it's only been a few days, so it'll be interesting to see how he recovers. Um, at Mahela Clark, Mary, um, friend of the podcast, also says, who would you start up front? And hopefully we've answered that one for you. Um, original Del Boy also says, uh, who should I go to for this? Sean, um, was today our best performance of the season so far, despite the put-together team? It, do, do, do you find it hard to judge that, Sean, because of the... The lineup and who we were playing against—it was a good performance. Um, yeah, I, I don't think it was our best performance of the season. Uh, they're a, a really poor Southampton team, um, very vulnerable after their midweek exploits. But it was a good performance. I probably think Chelsea or or or, or Swansea, maybe Swansea away, where we haven't been great before, and they had new manager and everything, and, and we coped that well. It was a good performance. I don't think it was our best, but. A win's a win. Yeah, absolutely. Win's a win. Um, Eddie Mwanza, Mwanza Holic gives us a few questions. Uh, let's see which ones we haven't answered. He talks about Ox being, uh, Wenger saying Ox is his best position at centre midfield. I feel like we've, we've discussed Ox in the centre midfield and, and thinking that maybe he does have a chance, especially over the next few games, to, to maybe crack a position for himself there. Um, what's your best 11 without Santi being back? And we it's such a difficult one to discuss that we get that one quite a lot. Um, here we go, Mark. Um, has Gibbs done enough to warrant in a start? I'm not so sure he has. Plus, or Spina, what do you think? I think that one might be a little bit closer, but not in Wenger's eyes. What do you think, Mark? No, I think, you know, Gibbs is, Gibbs is funny, and he? You know, he, he, I don't know. He, he, he's been better this season, than, you know, than, than he was last season, excepting the fact that he is number two to Monreal. But I still don't see 
that real sort of I want your shirt, you know. I, w- I would be I would be trying to rip it off my rails back if I was if, you know, I'm gonna be the left I'm gonna be the first choice because there has been a little a little dip in my rail this season. Not a lot. He's still mm-hmm. steady. He's still you know, he's don't let anyone down, right? He's been he's been excellent. But I don't see that that you know that he's seen that little chink in the armour. I'd be all over it like a rash. I, honestly, I'd be I'd be like, right, you're picking me here this week. I'd be so active at trying to get my place back. But I just think Gibbs is a little he, he's just hasn't got that in him, you know. I just don't see it, and he didn't do anything wrong yesterday, you know. He, he's a he's, he's he's a really good good player, Gibbs. I like I like Gibbs when he's when he's at it. Uh, captain yesterday, you know, Wenger's trying to sort of do it for him. He's trying to say to him, look, yeah, you know, come on, let's have some real competition. But I just I don't know. I just tend to think he's he's, he's a bit sulky about it, and I don't know. I don't know. To, for me, I'll still pick pick Monreal, um, but I would, but I'm not desperate when Gibbs comes in or anything, and I'm not. Like, Oh no, you know I'm like they're very closely matched. I just think Gibbs, Gibbs, I think Gibbs potentially is the better player, but he needs to have his his, his attitude completely switched on at all times. Uh, you know, Monreal he just does everything neat and tidy. He's combative. You know, he, he's quick into the tackle. You know, he, he just he's a solid standard player. Whereas I think Gibbs has got more to his game. I think he's got a bit more skill. He's got a bit more you know ability with the ball. Um, you know they're very close. They're very close. So no, I don't see he's done enough. Um, but you know I don't I don't sweat when when, it, when I see Gibbs replacing him. Um, as far as Ospina, um, I still you know I, I like Czech. I think Czech for the big games is it, it bothers me completely that if we did if we uh, in Munich you know it, it, that we're playing Ospina. I don't that to me I just don't get. I don't understand that. You know to me Czech is number one. You know he's a European Cup winner. He's been to there. He's been in them games for years with Chelsea. You know, he's seen everything. He's done everything. He's calm. He's still got his reflexes. You know, maybe not as good as he was at Chelsea, but he's still a top quality goalkeeper. And I don't see that. I don't see that he plays Ospina in the Champions League in Munich. I, that bothers me completely because I think there's a mistake in Ospina. Having said that, he hasn't done anything wrong either. Um, you know, and he's and he's he's an able goalkeeper. Would I replace it? Would I replace Czech? Not in a million years. Not in a million years for me. If there's a big game, if we're playing in the cup final, if we're playing in Europe, Czech plays. That's that's my 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 take on it. I don't care if Ospina gets out. I don't care if Ospina leaves. The fact of the matter is, we've got a world class goalkeeper. We prized him out of Chelsea's hands, and we we don't we're not, not you know we're free to use him in big games. And for me, it's not what you do. You need experience. You need the know how as well as having a solid solid goalkeeper. You know, in your midst, and Peter Cech is without doubt a solid goalkeeper, and I, and I, you know, and I don't, I don't see that for me. You know, I like Ospina. I love, you know, he's done ever so well. He's been very professional, but when it comes to it, Cech all day long for me. That's that's my view on it. No, fair enough, fair enough. Um, yeah, it's maybe a little bit too much of trying to keep everyone happy at at times, isn't it? Um. Yeah, I get, why he's, I get why he's doing it. You know, it's, it's a done thing now in Europe, isn't it? You know, one keeper for this, one keeper for that. But to me, you know, yeah, that's fine in the rounds. But when it gets to the massive games, when it gets to Munich away in the last 16, you know, it, it can't it can't be a choice for me. It has to be your number one man. You know, I don't get it anyway. Mm. Yeah. Mark, Mark, just quickly going back to what you said, uh, going back to what you said about Gibbs, do you think he's just mm. a little bit too content with life? He's just happy with the way things are? Yeah, yeah. That's why he's not pushing himself because that Mm -hmm. you're right. I think he has got a lot more to offer. I think I think where Monreal at his best maybe sits in fifth gear, 
I think he's going to go up to sixth or even seventh gear, and and, mm. I, and I just think he's just content because he does get a game here and there, and and you know he's not he doesn't give in an awful performance when he comes on, and I think you know he collects his paycheck at the end. I'm not saying that it's just all about the money, but it's you know you you, you to to go step up. I think you do have to work that much harder, and I agree. maybe I agree. it might it, it might be that. It might be simply down to that, which which is yeah. summed up as part of um, an attitude thing, isn't it? Um, I agree. He just seems a bit tepid, a bit tepid. You know, he's a little bit. You know, he never he never strikes me as someone who's like really. You know, you know, he needs to be more more aggressive. He needs to be. You know, what we've been saying about Walcott for all these years. Mm. Maybe maybe it's a thing in Arsenal. They're all too comfortable. It's not the first time we said it, Neil. And you yeah, just alluded, alluded to that. You know. Yeah. 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 Arsenal need. You also need professionals uh, in your squad. Like great professionals that are coming in do a job so uh, I think Ken Gibbs has been an extra professional for Arsenal over the years and the, the, you know he's taken his he's taken his chances when they've come and, and he's happy to, to be helping the team in whatever way he can in my opinion do you think yeah, so I think yeah I, yeah. yeah I think it's a, it's a tough one I think mm. I think if we could see a little bit more of what we've seen from Theo this season in Gibbs then then um, he might he might end up yeah displacing um, Monreal because mm. um, He's su- he's such a talented boy. He's not a young boy anymore, is he? He's twenty six, twenty seven now, isn't he? Mm. Kieran Gibbs. Mm. So you know, you just you hope you hope he's not massively content. There have been that argument about our English players in the last couple of years: Ox, um, Gib- Gibbs, um, Theo, and I think Theo we've seen the biggest change in, and not necessarily anything he's done. It's just like his attitude, game in, game out attitude, just being mentally on it all the time. Um, seems to have done that this season. Maybe it is a little bit difficult for Gibbs constantly going in and out of the side, but but you know he's he's um it's been a while like that now. He certainly had the chances to to take over from Monreal, especially early on this season where there was a lot of question marks being given to to Nacho Monreal. He was getting done over a lot down that right side, wasn't he? And um, Gibbs didn't quite manage to displace him. But but I agree with you. I'm uh, like like Sean said. I think he's a he's a he's a ad- very adequate replacement for. Mm. I think we've got two very good left backs. Definitely. I'm not Definitely. worried down that side. Um, certainly not. Um, Nancy Wright and John Brown, John AFC Gunner 7, both talk like you you guys do about Ox maybe playing in the centre of the park in, against Watford and, and taking over in the centre midfield. Um, at AFC underscore Bam, who should I give this one to? Neil, try this one. Um, why do we have a small core within our fan base that's hell-bent on finding negatives from positives? Go, Neil. Um. Th- thanks. Um, no, Bam. Bam. He's a, he's a great, <laughs> Bam. Great bloke. Uh, I know Bam. He's a, he's a nice guy. Uh, thanks for the question. Um, I'm gonna. I think it's for me two parts. Uh, the first part, or, or uh, when I say part, I mean what contributes to it. I think one bit of it stems down to what we've discussed before and saying we we're a victim of our own success and the expectations, high expectations. So. These, these 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 fans that maybe Bam's alluding to are still, you know, it's like, do we have the God-given right to, you know, we, we should be winning the title every season, that kind of thing, based on what's happened in the past. Um, and, and, and you know, you have that, you're fueled with those high expectations and anything that goes wrong, even uh, to high heaven, the, the ability to use social media to get your point across is so easy now. We've discussed that before. So I think that pays, a, there's, there's a contribution there. But, but I think the bigger part of it is a lot of these, uh, the, the, these, these fans may have already been very outspoken about their negativity towards certain things. The biggest being Arsenal Wenger and wanting Wenger out. And it's almost like difficult, even if they believe it within themselves that, uh, 
I can't really backtrack now, even if I do believe that maybe some of the stuff that I've said in the past, it's not quite washing over now uh, as well as it might have been or uh, before when, when I was coming out with it. So they've got to keep to it's like saving face. They don't they don't want to have egg on their face. So they still have that sort of um, uh, they, I think you've got to admit on Twitter, you, you will get these uh, sort of like uh, outspoken people that get get whether whether wrongly or rightly get a lot of attention and they can't really sort of change their their, their line of thought. They've, they've been very sort of vehement in one direction of how they feel about things. And it's difficult to now to change because they've almost got to save face and, and keep that trend going. So I think any any little little thing, any little negative or anything that they might sort of want to, you know, make a big song and dance about, they're going to do it. So I think it's down to uh, victims of our own success, high expectations and and saving face pretty much. That's how I that's how I see it. But yeah, do you not Yeah, go on, Sean. Do you not think, Neil, that sometimes people find and the positive in too much of positives in negatives, like when when we when we lost those two games in a row against City and Everton, people mm. were still like that, and they weren't asking questions. When there's no manager in the league that that shouldn't be asked questions and and, and and like have to stand up for themselves. When like I don't agree with with, with a lot of what people say about Wenger uh, wants mm. him to go, but still, do people protect him too much because of his legacy and? Is that is that are we are we overprotective of anger? I, I don't yeah, know. I I, 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 there there is an argument for both. I think, Sean. I think I think it's both ways. I think um, it's it's it, that 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 is that's what's caused the divide. It's it's very one way or the other. I, I think there are a few that may be sitting in between a little bit, but I think the the, the biggest outspoken can uh people are either one way or the other so i agree with you um i, I think there are those that maybe go too much in terms of pro wenger and uh, and they give him a lot of protection and even when it's probably a little bit unjustified to do so and then i think likewise on the other side of the coin as well so i think it's a bit of bit of both to be fair um but i think i think i think the question was generally about not just wenger in this scenario i think it was just anything so even if there's a like, for example, yesterday, um, Ospina made that terrible mistake when he just ran out of the, of the goal, didn't he? And he left, left the goal exposed. We didn't really talk about it, but we could have done. But then I, then I, then I think that sometimes we uber, uber analyze and be uber critical about everything. At the end of the day, it was a good overall performance. So we won five nil. So, you know, you want to try and be as positive as you can about that. Um, but there, there could have been negatives if you really wanted to, to delve into it. And that's what I was sort of more referring to that maybe some of these fans, Fans who always come out and, and they're even expected to come out with negatives do sort of like single out little things like that and say, well, look at that and that could have changed things for us or blah, blah, blah. So I think I was I was just using Wenger as an example, but you make a good point there, Sean. I do agree with that as well. Yeah. Mark, anything to add on the um, the negative to positive attitude towards um, the, the club as a whole and how we're doing? I just think uh, we live in a, you know, we live in a, in a world of social media, and we live in a, we live in a, a world of, of no one's got five minutes or or anything. You know, you know every game is your last game. I've said it before, and you know, every tackle is your last tackle. Every, you know, you've only got to wait one mistake. You're this, you're that. It's, and I think that you know, and and Sean has got a good point because I think he does he does you know get supported more because of of what what he's done, Arsene. You know, and uh, there is no doubt about that. But you know, maybe maybe ninety percent that he deserves. 
for us and uh you know and i still think he's still got continued continued uh use but you know the, the, the questions are being asked you know it's the way they're asked and, and you know the, the 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 ferocity of of the way people do things these days um especially on social media um and and in the media as well the media you know swish it up all the time it's it, it's not pleasant it's not a pleasant environment and um Football on the whole now is is a, you know it's a cutthroat industry. It's money. It's you know it, lots of things are affecting it. Um, it was more far more puerile. I think when I was growing up, it was more about more about the game really than anything. But now now it seems to be about everything else. And 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 no, you know I, 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 the, the faction in the support thing, I just I just hold with complete contempt. You know the yeah. the way they go about, about things and banner banner wankers and I have no time for it. You know. It, no. it, you know, your support for a football club is, is unconditional and, uh, you know, and, and basically in the day, yes, of course, you've got the right to question what goes on, but it's the way you question things. You know, that's, that's, that's what right. I would say. You know, you don't, you know, it's just, so I'm a bit lost of it. Or I've stopped going away games because of it. You know, there's too many complete and utter tossers that have embedded themselves in our support that want, want to cause, cause aggro, that want to stand out, you know, and be on, be on fan TV. And, you know, it's become, a circus, quite circus, frankly, yeah. as the fault. You know, it's a, it's a complete circus, and and there's there's too many clowns in it for me. So you know, I, I've stopped going away games because it's got to a point where it's just not right. You know, fighting each other and all that, and it's you know, all fighting to be in the camera. I can't be doing it. It used to be about going to football, watch the match. You know, support your team, go on. Now it's about everything. But you know, I see people at away games that that are waiting for something to go wrong. You know what I mean? They're waiting. You know, there's even <laughs> one bloke right that the the camera to to the to, to wherever he is to the seat or whatever and videos himself during the game so he can he can post it after if we score or and I'm like can you fucking alright or what seriously I can't I, I can't I'm seriously I can't be doing it honestly I just can't I can't have these <laughs> around me they're fucking idiots can, can I, I can't have it around me and then and he and, 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 and he and he posts things on, on Twitter saying you know when we scored a goal and he's jumping out there screaming this is what it means to me and and, I, and then in the week after he's saying you know Fingers got to go. He's a complete. I'll tell you, I can't be doing with it, honestly. So yeah, just... I could go on about. I'm going about can... tonight, but I, I, yeah. I'm, I'm at, at, at a loss with a lot of the people that, that purport to support this football club. I am at a yeah, loss of it. Honestly, it's all attention and it's it's a, uh, it's pantomime. Uh, um, can, can, can I can I quick just just with the banner thing? Sorry, I mean I mean I'm. I haven't really spoken about it much before because I just don't want. I, I don't like Mark. I don't really agree with it. I think I think constructive criticism or, or gaining a point mm. across can be done in a far better way. And I think, think it's always better to do it at the end of the season rather than during it when when you're still you know challenging for things and you don't want to upset the the, the rhythm of the team or, or or even upset the players etc. Yeah, if you're going to do it, if you, hello, can you hear me? Hello? Yeah, carry on. Oh, sorry. The, the banner, if you're going to do it, if you're that vehement about something that you believe in, why is it that it's there for some part of the season and then it's not there on other games? I mean, I, I don't want to see it at all, but if you're that, that staunch about doing it, if you, for example, want Wenger out, why is it you want Wenger out in certain games and then all of a sudden that it's vanished when we're doing, when we're not doing too badly? So it's about, that consistency there again isn't it and you just think I, I, like Mark was saying I, I echo what Mark's saying it's, it's just the mind boggles it really does boggle for me 
Give unfortunately, up yeah, unfortunately, this is um, it's probably going to get worse and worse until either Wenger leaves or we win the title, and that's 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 the way it's going, isn't it? I don't see any any change in it, and it's but not feet- it's not right. It's, it's completely unfortunate the way it is, and. I try yeah. to ignore and, and drown out most of that and, and, yeah, but and, you, and not look at that. But, but, but Jack, yeah. what worries me about this, just going forward a little bit, just suppose Wenger does go, right? And then we get some... the next. Yeah. And, and then we... And, yeah. No, but then we get... and we Yeah, but we get someone in and then that person, we end up, you know, dropping to seventh, eighth in the league, you know, re- doing a lot worse than we have been. Then then it's going to be all the, the, the other side of the coin where all the, the Wenger ins and the pro Wenger ins they're going to get get the arse out like, then, then the device is just going to carry on because they're going to say look we told you so look at you idiots that were saying you want him out blah 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 and I, and I just it's so bad what's happened to our fan base is so so toxic it's unbelievable I can't understand why we just can't unite and be a proper fan base like all the other teams out there must be laughing at us absolutely laughing at us but, to be yeah, fair just on the point of uh, getting a new manager in it's not exactly like we're doing incredibly well. Like we're, we're have, we have like we've won two FA Cups in whatever how many ever years it is. So it's mm-hmm. I, I get what you're saying about drop down, but if that means dropping down and then in four or five years winning winning as the league, you have to say to yourself in five year five more years of anger, are we going to win the league? Mm. It depends. But if you get another manager. Do you win the league in five years there? And it's all about balancing it out. But yeah, that, that's very true, Sean. But the problem is these these fans. Some of these fans want they they, they criticise the cup club game on game out. So are they even prepared to wait five years? That's that's the point I'm making. They're, 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 they're not prepared to wait now. So you know, even if a manager comes in, which for the future might be the right thing to do, because it gives it gives him give him time to bed in and do exactly what you said and then maybe in three four five six years time then we start maybe winning the league again being consistent being you know winning winning doubles but then 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 they're going to still be upset because it's not happening straight away so you can't really win i'm I'm, you know i'm not i'm not trying to say i you know wenger should go or wenger should stay i'm just trying to trying to be a little bit more diplomatic and play devil's advocate on this and i just think that with some of these fans it's like we're being judged every second every second there's, there's no patience at all at all so but but yeah sorry go on i, I don't mean to <laughs> yeah but it's it's not as if we're 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 doing exceptionally well like so mm. it it is definitely uh it's definitely a topic for discussion but absolutely going back to kind of like the fans things but you, you, we can't we can't dwell on it and and the media get too involved in it as well it's, Twitter is Twitter. You should leave Twitter where it is and, and don't use it as much as people do. Yeah. And all you do is just the match day, there you go. It's Arsenal. And what I do is I'm Arsenal on the match day and then I just leave it, don't read any of the Twitter and then on, and then on Wednesday again it's Arsenal. Sounds good yeah. to me. No, it's a sensible way of being because, um, yeah, you like you say, it's, it's, it has gone a little bit crazy and um, it doesn't work to any, any fans' benefit, really, when we look at us as a whole and, and other fans look at us and um, it's, 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 it just can be a little bit a little bit laughable with that sense. But um, it's probably not going to change. Social media, um, you know, heightens it all, all the more. But it's a good discussion to have and we appreciate the question from, from Bam. Hopefully we've discussed it enough for him to to take something away from it. A um, few more questions that we got from Jay Wren about Niles and, and Jeff, and we spoke about that, and Ivor Cannon saying, um, 
Yeah, we'll do this last one, Sean. I'll give it to you. Um, if the, if we keep this squad together, how good can we become, Sean? Um, I've, at Ivor Cannon says, um, how good do you think we can become with this squad that we've we've um, brought together? Um, the fact that it's still quite a young squad, uh, we can't go very far. Um, it's all it's all about building up a winning mentality and building leaders amongst the squad and. And knowing when you go out to say Swansea or Stoke that, like we did against Burnley, when we need a goal, we get a goal. Um, and in the last in the last year or so, especially this year, um, there's been so many games that we shouldn't have won, but we have. Looking back on Southampton when we got a bad penalty, uh, Burnley we scored in the 90th minute twice. So it's all about building that winning mentality and building blocks. Uh, and I, I think as far we can go is winning the Premier League. And reaching the semi-final or, or, or final again of the Champions League, I, I don't think we can go on and win it. But we we still have a good chance with the squad. It, it's 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 a very young squad, but right now the mentality there is I I don't think we can we can do it like like we did like we can away to Barcelona say or or Real Madrid. But what what will help us this time against Munich is the fact that the second leg is at home. It's yeah. it's, it's really underrated having your second leg at home. It's very true. Hopefully, if the fans, if if we get if we get a, like a result over in Munich or, or keep it to a goal, then the fans should be well up for uh, under lights and it should be a great game. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I think we've got a lot of potential with this squad. So let's see. Last one to you, Mark. At Ton Arsenal Wenger says, "Should and I'm, I, I, it hurts my brain talking about formations, but um, should should we play four three three instead of four two three one with Lucas Sanchez Walker?" <laughs> Do, do, um, the only reason I want to ask that question is for away big games. Do you think we need to change the formation? Do you think we need to put three in the middle to be more compact? Because um, obviously we we found ourselves um, wanting in, in in away big games. Does there need to be a change in the system, or do we look at the system too rigidly anyway? Yeah, I think we do look at in the away games that we struggled. It hasn't really been about the formation. It's been about the players. Not actually producing, um, you know, four three three, four two three one. Whether whatever you want to do, if you've got eleven players on the pitch that are really going for it and are at it from minute one, you'll you'll be all right. If you haven't, um, you'll struggle. And I don't. It doesn't really matter when we go to Chelsea next weekend. It doesn't matter whether, whether any any formation you want. We have got to be at it from minute one. Uh, I'll take your point about you know being a little bit more. Uh, you know, rigid uh, away from home, in, certainly in the big games, you know, having a bit more strength around the midfield. Of course, that, I'm all for that, but that can come from the personnel you, you pick, not necessarily just the lineup, you know what I mean? So I think, um, I think we, you know, away from home, we need to be, you know, we need to be physical, we need to be robust. But if we, like anything, if we get the ball and get on top of teams, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll we won't have to worry about that. You know, it, there is, there is a sort of thought pattern, I think, when we're away from home in the big games that we're going to be constantly, under it, whatever, 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 however we play, and and what we've lacked has not been the positional side of things. It's been the attitude. It's been the, it's been the winning mentality in the big games, you know. So at Chelsea, we've got we've got you know we've got to address it, and they they spoke about it. The players have spoke about it, starting and you know getting their heads around it, and this is the season, and you know now and now they've got to deliver it. At some point, they've got to deliver it, you know, and and and, and, and formation. Yes, it comes into it. Yes, I, I, I get we can be a bit, you know, a bit stronger, but it, it actually comes down to them. There's enough in the team. There's enough. There's enough physicality and strength in the team when when the right players play. Unfortunately, we won't have Zaka. 
uh, Chelsea, you know, but but it's about how they go out, Jack, for me. It's the mindset about this team and this squad. It, you know, it's not just about and the actual uh, formation. It's I, I, I concern myself about that more than anything, so I just hope we, we get that right. And then I think the formation thing kind of answers itself, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I think we do uh, analyse formation a little bit too much. Before we go, because I don't know if we're going to get a midweek podcast going, so let's do predictions, Neil, for Watford, and then the early game on Saturday morning against, or Saturday afternoon, sorry, against Chelsea. Predictions, first score for both, mate. Go. Uh, 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 yeah, Watford, Watford at home. I think we're going to carry on in the same vein. I'm going to go for a, they're a little bit vulnerable, as, as Sean, I think, was saying earlier, so I think I'm going to go for 3-0, and I will say, um, I'm going to say Walcott if he starts. So 3-0 Walcott, Walcott for that one. And Chelsea, wow, that's that's going to be probably the biggest game of the season, I think. Um, and for me, potential title decider. I know I'm, I'm maybe getting a bit carried away with myself, but that's how I feel about it. So it's got to be a win, nothing else. Uh, 2-1 to us. And I will say um, oh, Sanchez. Like it, like it. Yeah, we need. You never know because Chelsea got Liverpool in midweek, who are awful at the moment. But if they take a point, maybe off them, then you know, it, it, you know, it makes and we can win midweek. It changes a lot of things. But Sean, um, predictions for Watford and uh, Chelsea, mate. First scores. Uh, two now. Uh, also to score the first. I think. What I don't think Watford would trouble us going forward, but Chelsea. Arsenal to go down to 10 men early on and to draw one up. Arsenal, uh, Sanchez to score for us. 10 men Ooh. early on. That sounds like a game at Stamford Bridge for us. Yeah. Oh, my God. All right. All right. Uh, Mark, what about you? Um, I reckon I'm going to go 2-0 as well at home uh, against Watford. Uh, and I'm going to go Giroud to, to carry on his... Uh, He's a uh, good form. Um, like wasn't there last weekend, but uh, yeah. Uh, so two 0 Giroud, and then Chelsea. I am gonna go two two, and I'm gonna go Alexis to score the first goal. That's Whoa. my take on it. Okay, I like it. I like it. I'm gonna go three one midweek Arsenal. I say Alexis first goal, and then I'm gonna say we're gonna. I'm gonna say we win two one at Chelsea. Theo first goal. So I think we're gonna I think we're gonna do them. I think we got I think we got their number. Good now. man, I like to hear that from you, Jack. Now. Yep, yep, yep. Put pace up front and yeah. scare the crap out of their back three. So let's see what we can do with it. But um, boys, just before we go, I want to say Michael um, Harris couldn't be on it today because it's his daughter's birthday. So I want to say happy birthday to Olivia, uh, Michael Harris's daughter. He's a he's a regular on the podcast, and uh, I know she's a big gooner as well. So happy birthday from all of us to yeah, uh, happy birthday, happy Olivia. birthday, Olivia. Yeah, top guys. And I want to thank uh, Mark, Neil, and Sean for coming on to the podcast and uh, sharing your views, mate. It's been great. Appreciate it. Hopefully you come on again um, in the near future, just, mate. Can, can I quickly just say shout out to Sean? I think he's been brilliant. First top, time on yeah. and absolutely yeah, well brilliant, Sean. Well done, mate. Well done, mate. Cheers. Cheers, boys. And um, uh, yeah, this will be up relatively shortly. Find us on all the regular social media outlets uh, at Purely Arsenal FP. We're on footballpurist.com. We're on Facebook if you look up Football Purist. Um, we post all the links on Twitter, so it's probably better just to follow us on Twitter at Purely Arsenal FP, and then you can ask us questions and uh, find out when the next one is. Um, and we'll try and do another one 
by the latest next weekend. But if not, maybe look out for us uh, before then. Uh, keep it Arsenal, boys. Keep the faith. Big week for us. Going to win the league. Come on. Yeah, you Come on. Cheers, boys.